Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pines of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. And this is the Community Pub, where we get together, we have beers, and we talk about what we see going on in the industry, what's going on in our own lives, and uh, get together as a community. So, welcome in. Alex and Derek are already hopping into the pub. Good to see you guys. Uh, I had a little bit of technical difficulties a second ago, so I think it kicked you guys out, and maybe it brought you back in. Not sure. All right, so, Derek, you said you got a pretty great beer for tonight. I am continuing, and this will be my final week in the uh, seltzer journey. So, this has definitely been my favorite so far, Fruit Smash. Uh, just I, I just, I think it's simply just the best one. Uh, good flavor. Uh, sometimes seltzers can get a little twangy, a little funky. Um, this just has good fruit flavor and nice carbonation. So I'm excited about going into uh, pumpkin season. That's what uh, one of the guys sent me a message earlier, and they're ready to start drinking pumpkin beer. I was like, me too, me too. Derek, what are you drinking tonight? I was going to say, when I was waiting for my food, I actually got a Oktoberfest uh Sam Adams already, so they're already starting with the fall beers. But uh, after my hike, I went to this uh, brewery called Jekyll and Hyde, and they had a they were having problems getting like uh, supplies for their other beers. So the two that they had was their their Malice IPA. So I got a Crowler from them. So it's like a thirty two ounce can, and it's like it's a very hazy IPA. And then they had their seltzer, but I, I don't want to try the seltzer, so I just got the IPA. So I'm gonna try. This is my first time trying it, so here we go. What'd you call it, Mouse? malice oh malice and like all the all the wait the waitresses and like the girls the bartenders had like like flapper outfits on so they were going all in on the jekyll and hyde like theme and i even like comments i might try to take um i don't know if uh, brandon told you but i couldn't he couldn't meet up on uh, monday um i think he said two of his employees couldn't come so i told him like we try to meet up there uh maybe on monday when well, next this coming monday so cool we'll see Cool. Alex, what's that? Diet Coke? Yes, sir. I got I got Diet Coke and I'm eating steak right off the cutting board. <laughs> Ooh. I saw that, that nice red. Yeah. How yeah do you I, I like it rare, rare, medium rare. Yeah. Same. Same here. Yeah, we did uh, we did steak the other night this past weekend and uh, we dipped it in this. I don't even know what it is. I wish I had a little bag I could show you, but it's it's interesting. So my girlfriend that moved in is Brazilian, so she's got all these different types of foods and different things. So we nice. cook steak, right? When got sirloin, I think it was. I, I always get mixed up in all those. Um, nice, big, thick, fat steaks. Cooked them out on the grill. Medium, medium rare. That's the way I do it, too. And then we dipped them into this, like, powder thing. I'm not sure what it was. It was it was interesting. But they, And they don't eat uh, – they don't really eat anything. If they're eating steak, it's just steak. There's no sides. There's not, like – yeah, we, we have a, plate of steak. a Brazilian steakhouse here that I, I love. So good. They, they just bring it on like skewers to your table. They walk by, you know, green card facing up. They stop. All kinds of <laughs> shit. 
Yeah. The only problem is when you get one that you really like, it's like, okay, when's that guy going to come back around? <laughs> You're right. And a lot of times it's got that big, thick salt on it. Did you get that Ooh. one? It was like, yeah. yeah, we have a Brazilian steakhouse here too. And there's a good one. That's kind of like a, a regional called uh, Texas day, Brazil. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Well here it's regional. So I get good. it. So how, what type of steak did you get? Uh, just a New York strip. Cool. Grill. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I, I usually do it on the cast iron, a pan sear, and I, I prefer it more than the grill. Um, but I always smoke the fucking house out really bad when I do that because yeah. I, I put the I put the cast iron skillet in the oven to like four fifty degrees. Mm. So mm. The, I put the oil. I use um like an avocado oil because it has a low smoke point. Yeah. But the problem is when I put if I put anything besides just salt and pepper on the steak, it falls off, and as soon as it hits a cast iron, it just like burns and fucking yep. smokes like crazy. Yeah, I'm salt and pepper. I mean, a little bit of garlic and then a little bit of uh, just a dash of a little bit of onion salt or no, yeah. it's garlic salt and then onion powder. Onion powder, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, bit I of use, that, but I otherwise, use, yeah, just I usually do like a little bit of butter um, and some rosemary in it and yes. I'll just spoon yes. the butter onto it with some salt and pepper. I really like that. Yeah, definitely. I was watching I was watching a uh, listen to a podcast and that's what one of the guys said. He's like, if you're ever going to cook a steak, it's just salt and pepper, like nothing else if you got to use more than salt and pepper then it's not a good cut like use something else yeah. and i'm like oh really so every everything else like alex was saying i do salt and pepper put the whole thing in the oven that's so good yeah all right so what do you think of the beer i mean it's look at this it's like hazy as hell it's good um i might try to go get another one before i go i i leave it's it's really good like it's it's not like doesn't have like that. It's not super hoppy, but it's what is this? It's eight percent. So I'm not gonna have too many of them, but I like it. Yeah, um, we had some good beers this weekend. Uh, we had uh, a friend come through town and uh, uh, grab some beers. I was, you know, if I see a big pretzel, I'm gonna get a big pretzel. And mm. they misguided me though. Do you ever when you're at the places and you're like, yeah, I need it. I need it. You know, a uh, 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 an IPA, but I don't want it too hoppy. I want a citrus type IPA. And you can kind of sometimes like say a, like, I need a, a citra hop or something. And like every once in a while, they might look at you and go, oh yeah. But for the most part, sometimes it's just like, huh? And they sent out <laughs> like a regular IPA that had just like, like, come on. That's not what I was looking for at all. I had a, uh, a Florida man. Um, it wasn't cigar man of ipa but it was something else and it was the same thing it was like like it was like yeah it's just came in it's gonna be really good and they gave it to me and it was just straight hops um but there's another ipa that's like this brew that's like 15 minutes from here but i didn't know it's called a mountain candy and it's the same thing it's like but it, that one you would like it's very it's a citra hop it's so good all right so alex one of the things derek and i were talking about chatting about tonight is something we've seen in some of the groups uh especially detailing for money uh, it's interesting. It seems like there's a massive turnover. Uh, a lot of the people that used to be in it, I don't see them anymore. And now there's incredible amounts of these random posts that it seems like it should be in auto geek, you know, or seems like it should be in the detail freaks, you know, something else that's not, it's not people that have been in it for years and are, you know, pushing their business agenda with these certain type of questions. Now it's, you know, what, <laughs> They showed something. How do you clean this? Uh, It's not even people that are are new, but serious about starting a legitimate business. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and th- why do you think that is? I mean, it just seems like over the past couple of weeks to month, really. Yeah, it's a, that's interesting. Um, I've I've noticed that locally is like starting last year when everybody started collecting unemployment, and it's it's a cheap gig that you can start out of the, you know out of the back seat of your car. Yeah, you can have people are advertising on Facebook Marketplace. Um, so I started to notice that, but as far as the groups go. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, I think detailing for money had the had potential at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's just too much drama and like brand bullshit that people that are serious about detailing aren't sticking around, or they're what'd there you, for they're there for laughs. Yeah, what do you think yeah. about Joey's Joey's comments last last week about uh, you know most of the the stuff inside groups is uh, you know people paying for it. There's even brands that pay the groups to do stuff there's you know i think joey pretty much even openly said you know he he loves getting free product to go talk about it you know what what's your thought about that inside of these groups how there's there's people that have been pushing pushing agendas but it turns out that they're getting paid for it i mean i i, I think that's gonna it's kind of to be expected mm. um especially when you're dealing with with brands like this um every, everybody i mean every every company is a marketing company at the end of the day not a mark not like to market other people but to market their own brand like they're all yeah. trying to sell off something so what better platform to do it where every single person that's in there is interested in the type of product that you sell i, I mean if, if i could find a group with thirty thousand people that are local to me that want their car detailed shit i'd be i'd be <laughs> trying to sell myself in there too um i, I definitely can't knock anybody I, I i would never knock somebody's hustle joey I have no pro- personal problem with Joey at all. I love giving him shit in the groups. Um, he, but I, I picked him out. Like as soon as I, I think I've been in the group for three years, maybe. Um, and right away I could tell that he changes his opinion on, on products more than I changed my underwear. Like, you know, one, one week he's like saying, this is the best shit. And then he's saying, Oh, stay, don't mention that company in here. I won't mention any names. Uh, I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. But it's, it's it's really comes down to it's not who you know, it's who you blow. So whoever's willing to <laughs> to put that out there, that's the brand they're going to promote. Alex, I mean, what I'm... we're talking talking about? Apologies, Derek. Uh, what oh, no, we're talking about Alex is uh, uh, Alex Russell uh, hopped yep. in. So we got two Alexes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that shit always confuses me. Yeah, uh, I'll always try to say Alex Russell. How about that? That um, works. Yeah, so we're we're talking about this changeover that we've kind of seen in some of the groups where it's a lot more questions about like what PSI do you use and general questions instead of what it used to be more deeper type of questions. Uh, have you noticed or thought? You know, I don't. Pain Assassin still seems to be like very niche, very pe- you know much people that are strictly just trying to polish and coat and really do a great job on cars. Um, mm more for instance talking about some other groups um yeah first of all go vote for me for pain assassin of the year uh, <laughs> nicely done nicely done good right, plug, good plug. um yeah so i mean pain assassins is a little a little different i think than than most of the other groups and and jason's done a, a stellar job of of trying not to be some of the other groups. So, I mean, it's, you know, obviously we're, we're assassinated assassins of paint. Um, pretty much everything that's in there is more around correcting paint. 
Um, you'll never see interior stuff. There's usually not a lot of, you know, interior questions or, you know, hey guys, what should I be running, you know, doing this or doing that or whatever, unless it's involving just correcting paint. Um, a lot of the other groups, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm in a ton of them. Um, half the time I don't pay a lot of attention um, to everything that's said. Um, I do think that there are um, people who do ask really good questions and those are usually the ones that kind of jump out at me and, and, you know, will make me actually kind of like read through the comments, even if I don't have anything to say, maybe I can read through the comments and I'll learn something from it. And then there's just a bunch of questions out there in these groups that are kind of like, really, you're asking that question? Like, that's kind <laughs> of, you know, no offense, but that's like, you know, a one-on-one type question. Um, and, and so I just, I buzz past those, right? Like I just, I just don't even pay attention to those questions because I know it's usually ends up being trolled and I don't want to get caught up in that. Yeah. So the one-on-one theory is sort of kind of what we were saying, like detailing for money used to be a lot more businessy, a lot Business more seemed like people that have been in it a while, people that were growing up. Uh, but now it seems to be a lot more one-on-one type, you know, auto geek one-on-one, you yeah, know, there's, yeah. there's just really like, wait, why are you asking this in this group? Like, it just seemed really odd. And we had Joey love on, uh, I think it was last week or the week before yeah, and yeah, uh, last, last, week, week, yeah. last week. And, you know, he, he shared a lot of insight to the group. So it was, it, it, it just a, a, an idea that Derek and I started shooting around in text trying to figure out, well, why do you think that is? Why do we see all this? You know, it, it's interesting, this new wave of, of people that have come in. So Derek, what right. were your thoughts? I, I, I was, when I was texting you, I don't know if it's people were pissed off. Cause I mean, not to get involved in any, like the drama and stuff, but there was like a whole, you know, they were trying to change Greg? the group. No, not Greg. Um, I, I don't want to bring up his name, but he just posted there earlier. But I mean, but somebody had posted something and basically said, this group's about no bullshit. And then we're all going to be about business. And if, if you don't like it, I'll, I'll deny every post that you post. That's a basic question. You can't post anything. Like, I don't want to see any of that shit. And he was like screaming at the camera, but he posts like a video. And all of a sudden it was off like 10 minutes. Like, like he, that sounds like something posted. Billy Boggess would do. That's I what I originally I thought was, I Billy thing, was on it was, earlier. It was, him. it was, it was him. I mean, <laughs> he did post that video and I watched the whole 10 minute long video of him screaming at the camera. And I, I get where he's coming from because a lot of the posts were like the, the post I sent you were, it was a guy who had a hood that was clear. It was definitely clear coat failure. And he's like, Oh, what chemical guys products would clean this up. And everyone, all the, all the posts were like, are you kidding me? And then halfway down, it's just dudes getting arguments about which compound yeah. is better. And I'm like, guys, this is clearly a troll. Stop giving this guy the time of day and focus on your business. Like stop doing, stop entertaining this guy. But it's just post so, after post after post of that kind of stuff. Oh, sorry, Alex, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to no, say. No, sorry. That, I, was, oh. I, I didn't want to do it. Normal, Alex. Not Al no, uh, you Alex, go ahead, Alex. But don't forget All right, not Alex Russell, go. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, when I see it, and that's kind of the thing, right? When I see posts like that, I definitely know it's a troll and I'm just like, troll. Uh, you know, like I, I just stroll past it. And and the Billy thing kind of like to, to defend Billy a little bit. Um, Billy really did a lot to in that group um, and in any group. I think Billy does a lot to try and and help and give his advice, you know, 
take it, take it however you want it. I mean, just like yeah. anybody's advice, right? Like it, it might be the greatest advice in the world to you, or you might be like, what the fuck is this person saying? <laughs> but, you know, Billy was just in that group trying to help better the group and do things. And then, and then what, you know, what ended up happening was, you know, somebody got butt hurt and, 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 you know, flagged his or, or whatever, you know, his, his comment or his thing or whatever. And then he got, you know, he got a, a Facebook ban from it. And, and so he, you know, he was, he was fed up. He's like, fuck it. Then I'm not going to help this group out anymore. If this is what's going to happen, I'll, you know, and he's got his own group, you know, he doesn't need to be in any other, anybody else's other groups helping out, but yeah. Billy's a, Billy's a good guy. He likes to help out people when he can. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think you're exactly right. It's, it's exactly that, um, you know, and, and, and I've seen some guys with like some pretty big names that'll go into some of these groups and, and they'll troll just for fun, you know, kind of deal, you know, first time doing a coding, what do you think? You know, and the car's like beyond amazing, you know? <laughs> you know? So, so, but I mean, that's a little bit different than the guy that's got a trash hood and is like, Hey, what, what chemical guys product should I use? But still, yeah. I mean, that's funny. I don't ever know the people really like, I, I don't know them probably like you do. So even when they do put that, I'm like, man, yeah, man, it looks great. Like, well, yeah. well, how do you know this or that? Like, I Dave, love going Mar in there. And giving... so, you're so naive. It's kind of cute, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't know yeah, how. You always have something that... positive to say. Yeah. No, but Marty's like. I always want to leave a positive comment. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man. Some of those, some of those uh, posts, I would just be like, I mean, like, I think that's kind of what happened to Greg. I mean, like, he would go in and like, like troll the group or whatever, but like, people would take him seriously. And then they would just get into like this whole like, oh my god, this guy get this guy out of here. I'm like, well, bro, he's just he's just he's just kidding around, like getting his yeah. name out there, and like people are gonna buy his stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it just got too blown out of proportion, really. And then all of a sudden, they had to make a post about how this guy is no longer in the group. And I'm just like, he was kidding the whole time, but you guys. And he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back though, Greg. Greg oh, yeah, he'll be back. I, um, you know what? So, so oh, go ahead. My, my thing with the groups is like. If if I had a group that had thirty thousand people and I wanted to thin the herd a little bit, the first people <laughs> that are going are the ones that say shit like that, like, "Oh, what chemical guys' product should I use?" Um, yeah, replying to somebody's like when somebody's actually asking for help with the job and somebody says, "Oh, light a match," like those are the guys, in my opinion, <laughs> they they don't like. Yeah, it's funny or whatever, but they I, I i don't imagine a professional saying those types of things 100 um and that's why i think that so, they stay i think that's why we saw that big churn i bet you they went in my theory they went through and found all the guys that have been there forever yeah. i don't know if they can look at those analytics or not and know who's interacting or who's not oh yeah yeah they can see like top posters who's been there the longest yeah, so get, I think that they, they choked now. a bunch of those guys out and kept the ones that create all those buzzwords and all those buzzy type things because it pisses people off and it gets them to interact. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's a that's a very good point. Um, another thing is like so when those when those when everybody was posting those videos, uh, Ryan Wild was, um, Joey was, uh, Billy was. He was they were posting all this shit like over the course of two days of how they were going to mm -hmm. turn the group back around. They were going to focus on, on the professional side of it. And I don't know if they were just completely full of shit or <laughs> if a light bulb went off in one of their heads and they figured, holy shit, wait a second. All these new people's coming in are the ones that are going to buy our fucking products. We can't, we can't get rid of them. Cause that would completely backfire. If you only keep professionals around, I already know the product 
products I like. I'll, I'll try shit every once in a while here and there. Um, there's a really good company I started using recently called Hyperclean. I'm glad I tried it. Um, <laughs> sure being like, so bird, like, guys. Oh, wait. Hey, Chris. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. For, for the most part, though, like I know the shit that I like. I know it's going to get the job done. Um, I'm efficient with the stuff I use. So I'm not like I was, you know, years ago trying every possible thing that I could to find out what works the best for me. Um, yeah. So the chances of me fitting into these, you know, these posts that are advertising their shit, it's probably not going to work on me. Um, yeah. So, so it would make more sense for in that aspect to keep all these new guys around, whether or not they're serious about the business right now, they're starting, they're trying to figure out what the fuck to use. So they're the people they want to sell to. Yeah. Or maybe they're just completely full of shit. And <laughs> who knows? I, mean, so just Chris, get, I just Chris, don't get uh, the ones, the ones that really blows my mind is like, so you got the guys that, post stuff that whatever is inconsequential and you guys, you know, whatever, we were all at that one stage right before, right. Of like, what should I use for X, Y, Z? What really blows my mind is like the posts that are really good and informative. You never fucking see. Never. Nobody responds to them. So they end up falling down so fast. There's so many bullshit posts. Chris, like what, what do you mean? I'm just like any, you know, I've had a couple posts from either Obviously, myself talking about <laughs> web, website design and stuff like that. <laughs> even you know, even some of my competitors, who's like, uh, you know, like Gabe, Gabe, who's an administrator on that account, um, Gabe Newell of Detailers Growth. Like, he'll post some stuff, and like, you don't see any reaction out of anything of that. Um, so, can, can I give my opinion on that real quick? Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's why we're the, talking, the first- bro. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the first thing the first thing that comes to mind with that is you have people in those groups that are they already they're already established they have their brand they have their website they're happy with or a majority of the group is people that are not serious like we're talking about that would never invest the money in themselves because they haven't seen any kind of success they have no plan um, they might be like some of the people I was talking about earlier that they get on they got on unemployment because of COVID. And they're working off of that. So they're not, they're not going to invest themselves because they don't even know the next step to actually having a success, uh, successful business. Yeah. Chris, what do you think puts somebody like that over to the, the edge of actually creating a successful business? Say that again. Repeat that one more time. Um, so he was mentioning people in the past that he's seen that have been on unemployment and then, you know, especially out of COVID in 2020 and we saw, you know, Moving into 2021, a lot of people just jumping in, right? It's the easiest industry to get into next to it, probably easier than lawn mowing, right? Yeah. Um, so, what helps those people take that next leap to going from just tapping my toe in the water to, to getting it all the way in? Yeah. I mean, we see just for a basis so people know, we develop a lot of websites for detailers. So, we kind of get a mix of either guys who've done it for years and have been part time and are like, uh, have a full-time job and they're about to step in full-time or, you know, they've quit. I've seen a lot of people quit and then they're like, fuck this. I'm just going to give this a shot. You know, I guess to me, the biggest part is I had a guy on today. He's like, I've had no web presence for the past 10 years. I'm going to start detailing next week. I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to give it all. He's like, should I do a website from you? And I'm like, I fucking told him, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Like if you're like 
need jobs tomorrow, you should be doing paid ads. Like a website is not going to bring you traffic tomorrow out of the blue. You know, you should be doing paid ads or, you know, SEO and website. Don't get me wrong. A website will make you look more professional and possibly convert traffic that's there. But the you need the traffic. Yeah, the keyword is traffic. Like, so yeah. when you guys, when you have a brand new website, it's kind of like, and I told uh, Nick Walters this the other day, it's like when you have a brand new website, that- it's like Google sees a brand new house in the middle of a forest. They're not going to all of a sudden know to refer you to someone because just because you have ceramic coating on typed up on your site. So I tell people, if they're looking at a brand new website and they're starting a brand new business, like run paid ads. And I'm not a paid ad company, so we don't do paid ads at all. But I tell people all the time, run paid ads, you know, and if you don't know how to do it, you know, there's a lot of people that are very, very efficient that we can always refer people to, um, to kind of get that going. But if you need a thousand dollars in your pocket tomorrow, you should spend 50 because nobody knows your name and all of a sudden a website's not going to change it. So Alex Russell, what have you seen as you've been around in the industry, interviewing people and talking to people? Are you seeing a lot of new ones hop in? Is it, uh, how do those, those guys make that leap of just tapping my toe in the water to, to jumping full in? Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, it seems like every day I drive down the road, there's a new van or truck detailing company driving around. <laughs> so, um, I definitely think there's a lot of people, you know, jumping into it as far as how they're, you know, starting, you know, out of the gate. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, You know, it does seem like there's, you know, more people that are, you know, coming into it through the groups. Um, You know, I see, uh, especially being an admin with with Pain Assassins, um, all the people that try to join the group, you know, there's a lot of people that have been doing it for a long time and just haven't, you know, didn't know about the group, but there's a lot that come in that are just starting out and Facebook, you know, kind of recommended the group to them or something like that, you know, so they, you know, a lot of them are year or less in the business when they're, you know, answering the questions and they're just looking for a group to, you know, kind of be able to get knowledge and things like that off of um, as far as how they're, you know, jumping in, um, marketing wise or, or, you know, whatever, I'm not sure about that. I mean, I know when I started, I didn't, you know, I didn't have, you know, hardly enough money to do anything. I put off doing all the stuff that Chris talks about for the longest period of time. And then finally got into, you know, doing a, a, a cheap website kind of deal that was affordable enough. And then finally, being able to talk the wife into, Hey, you know, we should spend a little bit of money on AdWords. Um, and then it started paying off. Everything started paying off that we, you know, start increasing our AdWords budget so that we're getting a bigger, bigger, you know, target audience or more clicks and things like that. Um, you know, and it's, it's just been paying off over the years. So, you know, that's how it worked for me starting out. Julian, man, good to see you uh, at the pub. I know you're not drinking because you're driving. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I, saw this, I saw this craziest video the other day uh, from a uh, I was at Highway Patrol or a cop or somebody. Must have been a rookie fucking cop because this lady was giving him such a hard time and he kept letting her like do different things and this and that. And he finally mm. is about to book her and he's trying to put the co- the cuffs on her. And she's freaking out so much that he's like, okay, hold on. He, you know, he has to do the politically correct stuff and like get on his walkie talkie and start talking to people and trying to tell them what's going on. 
And so she just goes and hops in her car and takes off. And it's late at night and it's dark. By the time he starts chasing her, he can't find her. And it's like we were watching the get the dash cam. And I'm like, holy, how in the world did that just happen? Like, wow. Julian, thanks for not drinking and driving. At least we don't think you are. I'm not not the driver today. He's driving. How's the week been? What's what's new with you, Julian? Uh, I got a Tesla Plaid. Um, just heading back to the garage. I got a Tesla Plaid in the garage. I'm gonna open it up. Just came out. Yeah, it's really cool. It's actually one of my neighbors. <laughs> so good job, uh, man. Gonna be uh, ceramic coating it, whole thing, paint correction, wheels off. Thanks. What, co- what color? Black. <laughs> black. Oh. It's black. I mean, I mean, not to brag, but I got a Model Three coming in tomorrow. So okay, yeah. <laughs> but hey, Alex, this is flat. I know, I know. No, flat. listen, that's that's cool. First of all, I don't like doing Teslas at all. Me neither. Uh, but but if somebody calls me up with a Plaid, I'll, I'll be happy to do one of those. Oh, yeah. Same, so, yeah. This Same should here. get interesting. All right, this is going to be an interesting person to add into the pub. All right, fun oh, time. It's my that's boy. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. My boy. <laughs> Billy? Billy. Oh, it's you? about to go off. I think your ears were burning because we were talking about you just about 30 <laughs> seconds ago. You so. were, actually. Yeah. Were. I got an email, man. What's going on, guys? What's up, Billy? Yeah. What's up, buddy? Let me start this again. What's up, motherfuckers? Jesus, this is a Billy? PG-rated podcast. Nice so use Billy, that, Bob. It's fine. What was the uh, what was the big video about that you just posted? Which one? The one where you were going off on everybody. That was a good video. Oh, that was like six weeks ago, man. Like, uh, yeah. So somebody revived a, a, a video I did six weeks ago, and they're like, like trying to call me out, and I just brush it aside. But here's the deal: like, I think you're talking about detail for money, right? Yes. Yeah, Joey was like, hey, we want to clean the group up. You know, I want you to be a part of this. I want you to clean the group up. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm like, so I jump in there. I'm like, there's there's 50,000 motherfuckers in here and 10,000 of you motherfuckers need to go today. Right. Because I, I know a little bit about running a group. And then uh, so this goes on for a couple of days. I'm taking the hate and I can deal with hate. I don't really give a fuck what people think. So I'm just trying to, you know, better the group, better the industry. And then the word comes back like, no, nah, we don't want to kick anybody out. And so, like, I was like, I'm confused, man, because you guys want me to do a job, and I did a job. Now you're, you know, reeling me back in. It kind of takes away my uh, what I was trying to do, right? So, you know, it makes me look like an idiot. So I took a break for about six weeks and and stepped back from it. But if you hire me to do – I'm like the Marines. I am a Marine. So if you hire me to do a job, you want me to slam the beach and take care of people, I'm going to do that. But you can't on one hand, you know, demand somebody to slam a beach and take care of people and then come back and be like, well, now we're just going to nation build now. So that didn't sit too good with me, but uh, the, my heart was in the right place. How about that? <laughs> well, so what have you seen now? Because that's what we were talking about. And then it came up with uh, your video. We were talking about it seems like this big changeover inside of that group in particular. It used to be more. It seemed like people more experienced. <laughs> the questions were more about experience type level questions. And now it's like. Uh, I think Derek, you know, from sent me this picture. It's it's got burnt hoods and it's saying, "What chemical guys product should I use on it?" Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot more shit. Like, I'm like, bro, like, like it's clearly a repaint. Like, 
I'll, I mean, I'll level with you guys. I think, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to call anybody out. I mean, I have no problem calling people out, but I'm, I'm going to call a spade a spade for what it is. I think a lot of times guys create a group and there's a lack of leadership. And we did that with ADG early on. <clears throat> like I, I didn't even know how to work, you know, run a Facebook group. We launched our own group five years ago. You kind of grow and mold into that, but that comes down to leadership. So if you want to start a group, you know, and you have an idea of the way you want to do things. I know back in the day, three years ago, like, they would open the group private, public, private, public, private, and they, they'd have this influx of people. And that's okay as long as you can manage that. Well, there's a void of leadership at the top. And I think what happened is that everybody just abandoned the ship. Like, you know, the captain abandoned the ship. The ship's out there in the water. People are still jumping on the ship, and the captain's already abandoned the ship. And so I think what it comes back to is like, well, we have no control over the ship now, so we're going to use it as a pond to market. We're going to use it as a marketing pond. We're going to put our hook in the water. We have all these fish in the water. I know that's what I do. I ain't going to lie to you. If I post in that group, I want to get guys to buy my product, You know, pay attention to what I'm doing, because there's no captain at the helm. It's, it's literally a ship with no rudder. So we had Joey Love on last week, and he talked about a lot of those people that are putting stuff out are really just paid. Is that what you've seen, too? I mean, nobody's paid me shit. I mean, if, if I'm missing out on something, maybe we should get in on something But there. But I, I don't. I haven't paid anybody. I haven't received any commission from anybody. If they're paid, they're paid. I don't know. Um, that's kind of a cop out of an answer, isn't it? Like, you, know, <laughs> you, pull up, you pull up a group and I'm at the helm of that group and I say, well, I give you a BS answer. That's kind of a cop out. Why don't we just own this shit and call it for what it is? I lost control of my group. I don't know. I'm not mad at Joey. Joey and I are friends. I mean, but I, if you lost control of your group, just say I lost control of my group. It's a big group to manage, too. 50,000 people is way too many people in a damn group, guys. So I think, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I think 50,000 people are too much, uh, too many people in one group. It's okay if you want to fish into that pond. So I'll just give you an example. I'm in with Ryan Stuman, Apex Entourage, you know, hardcore closer. And they have a group called Sales Talk with Sales Pros. There's 100,000 people in that group. In that group, they use that group as their pond to fish out of to join Apex. Now, Apex costs you some money, but it's a free group. It's open. You know, people can join that group. But when they're looking for people to, to, to get them to buy into their program, they'd fish out of that group. What well, makes perfect sense? If I've got 100,000 people that buy into what I'm already saying, why would I go out there and fish for public audience when I already have my own pond right here? It's literally, I just put my bait in the water and pull a, a, pull a fish out. Well, I think that's what we all thought that, that I mean, Alex, uh, not Alex Russell, the other, other Alex talked about, like, isn't that sort of what CP did with detailing for money? Like, that's what it's always seemed like. Uh, that which makes sense right like totally get it. it it good marketing well i mean i mean again i'm not throwing darts somebody's gonna watch this podcast and be like well billy's targeting me i'm not i'm not targeting anybody i call a spade a spade not always will but at one point you know greg masterson was in there and pretty much taking over the group guys got offended then cp comes in there you know it was at one time an igl group and it's like you know it, it, it's like the, the pattern with that is what Joey's in, interested in at the time. I can't, I yeah. can't see what I want to say. It's like four <laughs> dudes in a room and one woman. All right. I, you know, <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, somebody's yeah. using Derek's knee pads. Somebody's using Derek's knee pads. Somebody. <laughs> hey, but look, look, listen to me. It's important that I mention that I'm not mad at none of these guys. I'm just calling a spade a spade. Like it's, it's out there. Nobody in this group disagrees with what I'm saying. So we're not throwing darts at anybody, but yeah, I mean, damn. I mean, if you flip here and you flop there and you flip here and you flop there and you flip there and everybody's, we're having the same question. Like what's the point of this whole thing? 
Yeah. I, ju- I jumped out of that group. Where did you come from? What's that? Where'd you come <laughs> What's I've been that? here. I've been here. <laughs> oh, Billy, if you're on your phone, swipe it to the left. It'll go I'm to. Not. I'm on a computer. There's like oh, an there. arrow for view. No, yeah, I, I jumped out of that, that group uh, probably a couple of years ago because <clears throat> of exactly kind of what's going on. Um, what made me jump back into that group was Dave Fermani. Um, when I had him on the podcast and was talking to him about some different things and off the podcast and texting and, and he really enjoys the, the podcast and, and was trying to give me some ideas. And he's like, why aren't you, you know, promoting that and detailing for money? And I'm like, dude, I'm not in that group anymore. And he's like, that group has like 40 something thousand people. Like, even if you don't post anything in there, but you're, you're linked to your, your episode, like you're guaranteed to get hits. You're and right. so I selfishly jumped back into detailing money for money just to post up a link to my podcast that hopefully somebody will listen to. So who's wrong? The guys that are asking silly beginner questions or the guys who are self-promoting? <laughs> hey, at least I'm honest. I'm yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, self, like, but I'm not self-promoting a product. Well, I mean, I guess it is a product. I mean, you know. I hear what you're saying. This beer is sponsored by Obert. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this beer right here. <laughs> what are you drinking, Chris? That Yingling. Yeah, Chris, got? Yingling. Oh, good call. Billy, are you a drinker? I see you smoking. Are you a drinker? Oh, yeah. I got a little Makers. I got some Makers right here. I was going to say, if you are, I'd imagine a whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Makers Mark, Kentucky Bourbon. Yeah, man. Let me, let me respond to Alex real quick because, like, I posted twice in DFM and, like, my inbox started blowing up. Like, dude, I thought you left that group. I mean, I'm not in there to, to, to be your friend. I'm in there to promote what we do. I'm not, it is what it is, right? You know, so in Alex, I would tell you the same thing, brother. You got a great product there. You should go out there and promote the product. It's probably going to get pushed down the page in about 15 seconds because somebody wants to know why there's dried wax on rubber and how you get it off. But, uh, <laughs> Not a bad place to put put a podcast drop. Alex, how is the podcast Alex, going? Podcast? Um, we're cranking along. I mean, it's it's growing and growing and growing and growing and blowing my mind. We're we're about to hit eleven thousand total listens. Um, which I mean, just nine months ago, I think we were like at maybe two thousand total listens, if that. Um. You know, I mean, I mean, when when you and I first started talking, I, I think I only had like an average of 30 people per episode listening. And now we're averaging about 130 people per episode. So Congratulations, it's, it's man. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, well, Alex, I will tell you, I, I listen to you very well, good. You. Uh, you have very good content. I, I like I like your uh, I like your podcast. So I, I'm thank definitely. You. Hundred percent. I listen to every episode. I love you it. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I try to, uh, you know, I, I listen to Marty a lot um, on his podcast with Nick and everybody, and so you know, I try to emulate but be different a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't want to. And it's funny too because sometimes um, I'll be talking, I'll talk to somebody about having them on, and then Marty will have them on. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, shit. All right. Well, let me, let me hold off like a, a couple of weeks or so. So they're not, you know, like I'm not same person, same time kind of thing. Or, or sometimes 
you know, like I'll have a thought for a what's on your mind topic. And then Marty does something very similar. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll push this one back a little bit. Cause even though it's similar, different, I don't want to release kind of the same thing for people to be like, Marty just talked about that kind of deal. Um, so yeah. And, 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 you know, I talked to shoot, I talked to Nick today for probably about an hour and a half or better Marty. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of bounce some ideas off of those those two guys um, a lot as well. So, you know, and that's that's the one thing that um, the biggest compliment that I think is just like what Derek said, man, uh, that it's good content. People enjoy it. And I try to keep it a little light, too, and have a little more fun with it than kind of being serious with some of the topics like, you know, Marty does over here. There's definitely right. You've seen there's definitely a lot more uh, podcasts popping out. I, I'm supposed yeah. to be on one this Sunday which is odd, right? It's Sunday at two. It's like, Oh, wow. Two. Uh, church podcast. You know that about that? Yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that trench cast episode. to drop. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, Billy, I saw you live, post live from the snake pit. When's that, when's that coming out? Yeah. When's winter fall in Tennessee? Billy, tell us. I mean, I'm in a snake pit right now. It's just a matter of, of getting the technical stuff down, but uh, I feel confident about the ideas that we have. And I think maybe in a couple of weeks, Alex, uh, I think I think in a couple of weeks we might have this thing kicking. Nice. I'm excited. No, I, I like it. I like that there's a that there's a bunch of, you know, detail oriented podcasts popping up now. Um, you know, I think, it, I think it I think it. Yeah, I think it definitely gives everybody a, a different avenue or venue to kind of go on and talk about their their products or their their stuff or just, you know have people on um i'm kind of amazed some of the people that i've had on that have never been on a podcast before i mean some some big names i mean we just had tony kiger on last week and tony kiger said that was the first podcast he'd ever done that's crazy you know i thought that was that was nuts i mean Corey caruth with with sky's the limit and car pro it apparently was the first time he had ever done a podcast was with me so like it's I'm, it's surprising that some of these people have never been on one before um you know it's kind of cool definitely uh brandon uh sad to hear about your wife how's she doing with covid she's actually uh it's just cold like symptoms so we got pretty lucky um i'm sorry i totally with everything going on i got all three kids by myself i couldn't work of course because they're in quarantine and uh it totally slipped my mind tonight. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. no, no, absolutely. No worries. No worries. Uh, I knew you had some stuff you wanted to talk about. So, um, well, this, well but the this, wife this, is okay. Everything's good. Cause yeah, dude, I, you guys remember when I had it, we did this episode. I was fucking out. I mean, it was brutal for me. Like I, I was out of it. She Marty, was like, I, I, the day she went into the doctors, she thought it was some kind of cold. Um, same like you said, it was like a bus hitter, she said. But after that day, she's been much better. But this this segues to everything uh, you and Nick talk about. Like my business, it's it's just me. I am trying to legally get people on. So I'm finalizing that. But this is a perfect example. I got my business isn't open. I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, uh, God, what was his name? The guy that a couple of years ago that rolled his ankle and no, he stepped out of his truck on ice and, and did I something. I remember. 
God, I, remember the episode, I don't remember his name, but I remember the episode Mario you know talking about. He's one of those people that we talk about that we used to see a lot, and then we don't see him now. We wonder if there's this whole section of the industry. When I was on Lobato's podcast, it was like, hey, man, there's this whole section of the industry that, that got sucked into multi-levels and got sucked into all this stuff that now they're just gone because the economy couldn't support it. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember if that was him or not, but it was like, there's, there's some people that just things happen, right? There's like life happens. There's no, just because you have a business doesn't mean that life doesn't happen. That's a perfect example, Brandon. I mean, I know it's tough. It, it, trust me, everybody, if UPS can't deliver a package because Billy, I'm sure you understand, you know, there's uh, Chris, anybody that ships stuff, right? There's all kinds of issues with labor right now. So it, then you go into labor for a detailer. Like I get it. It's, it's tough, but now you understand, right? Like if you don't have somebody there to help you and then something happens to you, boy, you're in trouble. Oh, and it's, it's great. So we all test the negative, my three kids and I, but she's down in the basement. We finish. I finish uh, two rooms in the basement, but one is my office. So like I can't even get voice. So it's pretty crazy. I'm using my phone for the first time on the podcast because I can't get to my computer. <laughs> hey Paul, what's going on, man? Are, did uh-huh. we get shower time with Paul? Is that what that <laughs> so is? You saw him creeping on yeah, yeah. us? <laughs> Don't put that camera down, please. Leave no. it up on I'm gonna have nightmares of that face looking at me through my fucking window tonight. <laughs> I thought it was like Come a restaurant. I thought we were watching WWE or something. I was like, oh, oh, we're all gonna get kicked off and shadow banned now. <laughs> I'll come back after I get some clothes on. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Good <laughs> idea. Good idea. Thanks. Brandon, dude, that's tough, man. And uh, let me just slide in here for a second. Just be like, man, I, I hate that for you, man. We hear about it all over the place, and it hasn't affected my family, you know, fortunately. Uh, but when I see you guys going through that, like, we definitely know this thing is real. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family and, of course, your business, dude. It's not easy doing things alone, much less with three kids. So, uh, man, you're in our thoughts and our prayers, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, uh, I, I had a, a three-day um, correction and coding job on my first new Supra, too. I had to, I had to call that guy, which kind of sucked. I wanted to do that car. Um, and I had to tell Porsche I can't come, too, so they weren't too happy about it. But um, it will all work out. You just move things around, get it done. Stay in the fight, brother. Stay in the fight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So what's on your mind, Brandon? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just had uh damn it. Everything going on today. Now I gotta remember. I had some questions for you about product. Um now I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry, it's been a long day. No worries. Uh, Product uh, questions you want to just chat on? Yeah, yeah, I will. I just, I never, I never have you. Oh, no. One thing I was going to ask you um, just like you, I like to help uh, lo- local people, local detailers. There's a young guy that I've been helping start now. He's a really smart kid. Um, he keeps trying to come to me to 
team up and stuff. Um, but I've been helping him. And then recently, because I've been so busy, I think he's been kind of etching in to my clientele and my niche kind of. <laughs> um, so like, would you recommend keep helping this guy? Cause he does, he Hell buys. No. no, I mean, like I, I'll just, and you know, example for me and there's people will ask, you know, Hey, should I hire detailers? I, it's tough. It really is. I, I did that early on. I went into business with detailers. I had a detailer that I went into business with that. Then once the business started growing and then I looked at the account and there was no more deposits. And I called the guy and go, how come there's no deposit? He goes, Oh, they all found a new place. Oh, Turns shit. out they found his new place. So I get Ooh. it. It's det- working with other detailers is extremely tough. It's like working with, I mean, Technically, it is, in a sense, working with their competition like that. It's tough, right? Like it, it there can create some massive opportunity for some to fail and some to succeed. And there's a whole wide spectrum of which way it could go. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it I just I think that's just my uh, my recommendation is understand that it's tough. Keep your keep your guard up, <laughs> you know, understand <laughs> that they could take a jab at you at any point in time. And you help them where you can, but don't overextend yourself and overextend your business. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just, cause he buys product off me too. So I still wanted to help him out, but it, in this situation, it's getting a little sketchy. I've, I found the perfect employee. So she, she's been, she's been working for me for probably about a month now. She's got three kids. And she hasn't had a job because, like, working around the schedule, it's it's cheaper for her to stay than to put three care for the summer and all that shit. Um, mm. Her boyfriend works works for a landscaper, and he's trying to start a landscaping business or some shit. So I know she's she she as much as she loves doing it, but she there's, she's not going to have the opportunity to, to have the time to take off and do it on her own. So it's perfect. She actually wants to, the first time she worked with me, she, she pulled me aside and she's like, Hey, like we need to figure out how I can be more efficient for you. Cause I want to be an asset to your company. And I was like, Oh my God. Damn. Oh my God. Congrats, <laughs> find a wife like awesome. that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I said, congrats, man. That's awesome. You don't hear many people, uh, saying things like that so that's awesome congrats no man and, and no, nobody else wants to work like they don't even want to work they don't take pride in anything and if she so she's she's had kind of a rough life like with guys and stuff so she's she's never really had the opportunity to like do something for herself um so it's, it's cool to like see her work every day and like the first time i left her alone um i had to run an errand and it was too like disaster cars like it was two kids that like still lived at home their parents gave them everything their cars were fucking disgusting and i mm. left her for maybe an, maybe 50 minutes to an hour and i got back and the first fucking interior was like almost done like faster than i fucking do them so i was, I was pretty impressed and uh i, I want to try to figure out how i can get her more often um but that's pay that's her. something that's <laughs> pay her a lot works. that's how you get her more often. yeah she, she, honestly she's worth it like right Right now, she's still learning. She's still learning the process. Um, she's still learning. Like we're we're both learning to work together. You know what I mean? It's we need a system, um, and it's something that'll be refined the, the more we can work together. But it's amazing. We did um, 
We did two boats last Friday. It kicked the shit out of both of us, but she didn't complain once. Um, if I had to, if I had to step out to the truck or make a phone call or respond to an email, like she never stopped. Like she would stop and take a break every once in a while, or I'd have to tell her to stop and take a break. But she just keeps chugging along, and I can't even find the fucking guy that that works like that. And my the, the company yeah. that I managed, I hired thirty people. Um, I had thirty trucks on the road in the winters, and then during the like the warmer months, I had uh, sixteen to twenty employees. And I, I couldn't find guys that had that ambition then either. It's it's fucking crazy. Don't drug test her, bro. Don't drug test. Oh, her. dude, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> she could spark up next to me. I don't. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Shit. That's funny, Billy. I love that. Like people used to ask me who I use for drug testing. I looked at them like nobody. Hey, hard to find anybody to work nowadays. Like, hey, yeah. And then, like, even even the other day, she's like, a lot of my clients are are higher end clients, um, and she realizes that. And she's like, hey, like, I'm sorry if she has a couple piercings, and she has one like in the center of her lip under her nose. And she's like, I'm I'm so sorry, but if I take this one out, it'll, it closes up almost instantly. I take there's like ones that she has here that are called snake bites. She takes those out. And she's like, yeah, those I can leave out. I'm like, listen, like you're presentable. I don't, I don't give a shit about any of that. And she's like, no, well, I just want to, I want to represent your company the way you do. Like, I, I want that professionalism. And like, I, I fucking, I pray that I never have to get rid of her. Like, as long as I'm doing this, or if I, if I take on another venture, like, I, I hope that I can have her there beside me doing it with me. Pay her hourly, or you pay her per car? Um. So right now, I pay her hourly. Um. I give, I honestly give her most of the tips when we get tips. I try to help her out the best I can. Um, I just actually found out her boyfriend's stealing her fucking money, which kind of, I know oh. I shouldn't take it personally. It's not my oh. business once I pay her, but it's, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. Well, I think if she shows up and does a great job, she's a direct representation of your, of your company. So like you can have people with no piercings, no tattoos that are just fucking lazy. Exactly. I'd rather somebody show up with piercings that you know represents a. I don't because I think in, in 2021 we're past all that, right? I don't care what your color, denomination, religion. I don't care about none of that shit. What exactly. I care about is the presentation and what I'm buying, right? Yep. We can overlook that. If she's doing that, that's great. She, on the other hand, has a situation with a boyfriend, and she needs to handle that, though. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. And it's and it's hard for me to kind of like step back and be like, listen, oh, once she's out of once she's out of there at the end of the day, it's not my fucking business. I know, bro. Yeah, I um, agree, I agree with you. That like that's your yeah. business, kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try. But, and like, I don't want to persuade her to make decisions in her relationship. I, I've been on both sides. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not perfect. I've been on okay. both ends of fucking shitty relationships. You've had ladies take away your it. money. What's that? I said, you've had women take away money from your no, check. No, but no, oh, but okay. like, no. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, never man. Hey, the, the opposite. Alex. I've never been one to like, yeah, I was going to say, here comes Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Marty knows a guy. Marty's got a guy. <laughs> he he got a guy. Guy. but he doesn't have knee pads no <laughs> you keep What's taking the money i got a guy i got a guy <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah it's been good i, oh. I just got a, I actually just got a small shop too um i'm still gonna i'm gonna primarily be focused on on mobile still i'll never get rid of those clients but um now i have a place i can do coatings and all that shit so that's It'll interesting be because there's a lot of people, I'm sure 
I mean, you could go around the room. We all know different people that have gone, especially once they go shop. It's like, you got to bring it to me. Uh, do, do you use Uber Eats or DoorDash or anything like that? Yeah, uh, that's, that's the, that's, that shit's here to stay. That's the future. If people don't, want, we, don't, if people don't have to shit, leave their house, know. they're not going to. Um, but, people are still working from home. A lot of my clients still work from home. So the fact that they don't have to fucking leave to get their shit somewhere, um, it's huge. And then I have, I have other clients. Like I have a kid. Um, I think it's probably just because he's from the hood. He doesn't want me to do it at his house. But, he, you know, he insists that he drops it off. So I, I have a spot for him to do that now. So it's, I it's live good. about a mile mile and a half from anything i could want to eat so i have used uber eats everyone but <laughs> no <laughs> but it's not i mean i, I like, like i'm right next to everything i could ever want so i i don't but my here's the interesting story though i was i stopped by my mom's place today i hadn't seen her in a little bit so i want to swing by and see old mom uh she sent out a picture of her and her you know my dad who's passed away their wedding anniversary uh, it was like 53 years ago, I think, or something like that. And um, wow. so I stopped by, said hi to her, checked on her, and was seeing how her car was because she's having problems with her brakes. She did not want to take it into a place. And I, I have a guy that's mobile that can come do it. So she waited extra time instead of driving somewhere to wait for the mobile mechanic to come to her. So... It's a little bit different industry, a little bit different theory in what you're saying, Alex, but it still remains true. Like people love the access of you coming to service them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think I think so. Like, like we we're talking about earlier, it's, it's a very easy business to get into detailing. And when people get into that for that reason, they get into mobile. A lot of mobile guys out there now do it because of the low overhead, little to no risk. You know, besides having to find another job if, if you fail at it, um, when I when I started full time, my my business was planned around being mobile and staying mobile. So ideally, I, if this girl can run my run a truck for me and work and have somebody work under her at some point, that's ideally that's that's what I'll have happen. Um, but I'll, I'll never give up the mobile aspect. I love that. I love the convenience of a shop. I love the convenience of the clients coming to me. I love air conditioning as much as the next guy. Um, but I, I think the market for mobile is only going to get better. Uh, Porsche Paul, uh, glad to see that you have clothes on. Thank you. Uh, you're pretty much a shop only kind of guy though, right? Yeah, I have, I have mobile uh, guys. Um, Freedom friend. Just because, you know, a lot of my clients, uh, they started getting a little bit perturbed with us not doing uh, on-site washing. So that's about all that we offer um, just to maintain what we've done. Uh, we've just started back doing that because we had uh, we just kept on getting a lot of flack for not doing it. Uh, Chris, what do you see as you're building websites and seeing everybody around the industry do you have a, an idea of that percentage, what it looks like between mobile to shop to shop owners that also offer mobile? Yeah, it's probably right now, at least for people that inquire to us, it's probably out of the last hundred sites we did, probably 15 to 18 are mobile or have build, a mobile page. Right. What's that? Build me a website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Website. 
got you some know, podunk website right now for some for no sure. reason. Paul, we'll, we'll talk later. I met you at Gloss University. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you got a pictorial in my bathroom, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, that going to get him a discount or is he going to pay more for that? 10% off. That's it. You only get 10%. My, my, my friends and family discount is higher than everybody else pays. What type of website is he going to make them, though? Yeah. Oh, we got a fans only oh, side coming up. Fans only. Oh, she taking the shirt off. Wait a minute. Chris, I want Stop you to up. make sure that you put those pictures in directly yourself. That doesn't go to anybody else. You have to upload those pictures onto the site your own self. Oh, man, uh, you... Stop it, Uncle Paul. Stop it, Uncle Paul. Stop it, Uncle Paul. Please, Uncle Paul. <laughs> I have hey, females that work for me. Not going to happen. Stop it, Uncle Paul. Uncle Pablo. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce. It was good seeing you guys here. I gotta do some work. So I need a weapon. I'm gonna keep yep. working here. So. Yeah. Chris. yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your night, Chris. Thanks for hopping right. on. See you guys. Thank you, Ron. Uh, Billy, what have dip. you seen? Huh? What, what do you think the percentage of the industry is uh, mobile to shop to mm, shop with mobile? Me? Yeah. Um, man, I think it's probably like a 60-40. You know, I think some guys flip back and forth depending on what the conditions of the weather are. 60% being, you know, stationary shop, maybe 40% being mobile. But I can tell you one of the things I've tried to get guys to do is, is adopt a, a retail space in their shop. Like, you want to scrub vomit? You don't want to do things that you don't want to do? Set up a retail space in your shop and resell product. That is that's, the that's big something. trend. That is a big trend lately, no doubt. Yeah, once I get into a bigger location, I definitely plan on doing that. Um, it's something that I... I especially with maintenance clients um, or if I have clients that I know have an interest to wash their own cars, I, I always push products on them. Um, and then I, and right now all I do is I, I buy it through detailed image or wherever I'm, I'm ordering the product from and then, and then sell it directly to them. What that does <clears throat> like for guys that are filling up the shop of ceramics, PPF tents, and they don't really have time to follow up on the BS maintenance washes. Like you can sell the kit you know, to the customer, put that back on them, you know, in other areas, guys just, you know, whether they're too busy or they just don't want to do the work, you can put that off. You can make money on that on the retail client. Let me show you how to maintain your own vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. The client that's, I, I think there's more clients that'll buy a product, whether or not they'll use it again or not. Typically then you'll get as a return, a return customer on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, yeah, they Let me ask this. That. I mean, how much is it per customer that you would make? Because so I've got I've got a guy that goes around and does our maintenance, right? So this weekend he's going to clean probably about five or six vehicles for us. He mm. gets paid fifty percent on a seventy-five dollar wash that's maintained weekly to bi-weekly. So you know it's going to take him about an hour. He'll make what's that? 30 something bucks per hour. I'll make 30 something bucks per hour. So, mm. and we'll do that every weekend to every other weekend. What's the long tail of that compared to selling them some product and having them do it on their own? Well, it's, it's about getting the client that 
so they, they look at it like, okay, I can, I can spend $60 on this kit that you're going to put together for me. Um, and that a lot to a lot of people, I think that's like a better value pay to come back every so often. So when I, when I do maintenance, um, I typically I'll, I'll bill out for four jobs. So if it's weekly, four jobs, if it's biweekly, it'd be two jobs. They pay at the beginning of the month. Um, so again, that's a commitment that they have to make. Whereas if they buy the product from me, honestly, a lot of them don't even use the product. They'll call me back um, or they'll use it once and then they'll realize, oh shit, I don't get the same results as when I hired a professional to do it. Yeah. No, so I, and I think, I think, and as we've seen it come across the industry, Billy, that's why I said, I like, I mean, it's a growing trend definitely over the past six months to, you know, some people started pushing it about a year ago and definitely into 2021, it's been a massive push and it does make sense. You're absolutely 100% correct. If you're not going to see that customer again, give them some products so that make they can sell money. it. Yeah, we started distribution also. Like it makes sense. It, it does make sense. Yeah. I just always love to throw out, right? That's just my style. I love to throw out alternative views and different ways of looking at something. You know, Billy, what are your thoughts on why should somebody sell a product instead of continuing to maintain the car? Well, it does a couple of things. It solidifies you as a professional in your field. So whether they came to you for 10 PPF, coating, maybe a, you know, a gloss enhancement or just a wash and wax. But now they might have left your shop, went to the oil change, went to Walmart, bought product. Well, get as much of that money in-house as you can. Why do you think there's an impulse aisle at every freaking store that you shop at? Walmart, dollar store. I'm used to using profanity gas, so it's out of my, you know. It's a but, pub. Yeah, I mean, huh? It's, it's a, a pub. pub. Hey, every fucking store you go to, Walmart, Target, Kmart, Dollar Store, they got an impulse out. There's a fucking reason why they got that because they've done a numbers game and they know motherfuckers are irresponsible with money. They buy shit based on emotion. They buy things based on the way they feel. So if you operate a business, any business, it makes sense for you to gather as much of that money as you can in that one stop. Whether they come back or they never come back again, it's your job to upsell them and get as much money in your pocket as you can. Everybody else is doing it. Why wouldn't you? Last time I got my oil changed, I don't change my oil. Motherfucker's like, you need wiper blades. I'm like, no, I don't. He tries to sell me wiper blades anyway. He's always trying to sell me an air filter. They're always trying to upsell me. Some guys are nefarious in that. Some guys are not. But I think in this industry, because it's a service-based industry, it's not like a chain, like a Valvoline oil changer place. They come to you because they trust you, whether you sold them on a, on a job, you did a good job, but you in their mind are the professional at what you do and what they need. So it makes sense for you to solve all their problems in one stop shop. Otherwise, it's what we call unspoken objections. Well, I need this, but I'm not going to tell them. I'm just going to go to Walmart and get it. Well, if you have a solution, an impulse out right there at the point of sale, you're going to make money on that and you should do that. Uh, Brandon, but, and I, I know that, you've but, had a. You've had a lot of success selling green clean as our waterless. Uh, what have you found along when, you know, you're trying to, this would make a perfect point of what Brandon, uh, I mean, of what Billy's saying, like you're down, you're out. You can't, you can't do a service, but you could sell product. You know, what, what does that mean for you of trying to run a business? You know, now you have this other leg that you can try to sell product when you can't do the service. I think it helps uh, dramatically also because I'm in the Northeast. So once I get my online store up or even say I jump into Amazon, um, that's still another source of income when all I'm doing is dealership scratches. It's another right. source of income. That's exactly right. It's another yeah. source of income, whether you're 
upselling a scotch scar protecting a up you know upselling of this or upselling of that it's an upsell it's an upsell that you don't have to physically put sweat equity into no and, i and it's what you're saying there's so many any other business upsell so a detailer's mind thinks they don't think about product. They're like, okay, I got to upsell the clay bar. I got to upsell the ceiling. I got to upsell the coating. I got to upsell oh, this. Yeah. Well, every other business has been doing it. McDonald's used to say, would you like fries for that? Would you like fries with that? They don't have to anymore because it's an unspoken bond with the food. Now it comes with it. And then they upcharge for it. Imagine if you get to that place with your clients where they know they're going to buy a product. I have clients every time I see them, they're like, yeah, I need another bottle of green clean. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I sent Marty a picture in the trunk of an S63 of my client was a bunch of rags and a green clean bottle. So you get to that mindset, just like you never hear, do you need fries with that? What if your client never has to ask for a product because he's so used to it being part of your service? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, there's a difference. Like, fries <clears throat> with that, asking for the sale, you know, as a, as a salesperson, you got to assume the sale and I'm going to piss some guys off and I don't really give a shit. The problem with the detailing industry is most of these guys are operate from a technician standpoint, right? Go sell mortgages, go sell cars. I invite detailers today to close your detail shop down and go sell something. Go sell mortgages, go sell cars. Because if you went to the selling mortgages and selling cars the same way you sell details, you'll fucking go bankrupt. You better <laughs> learn how to sell people, right? The technician side comes secondary. But like, you know, if you want to be a technician, then you should hire somebody to run your business while you be the, the, the hands-on guy, the technician guy. And he's not wrong. Like, would you like fries with that? Is you know, like that's a so that I read an article here recently talked about the difference between a salesman and a waiter. A salesman and a waiter. Car salesman is going to have to constantly build rapport with that customer. Going to lean you have to understand what the customer's looking for, ask questions, open into questions, and guide you ultimately to a close of a sale. Where a waiter is going to ask, would you like more of this? Would you like more of that? Would you like more of this? Would you like more? A salesman doesn't do that. A salesman has to ask open into questions and know what you need and close you on that. So I don't think it needs a, a degree in sales or a degree in marketing or any of that. I think it's just a switch, a minor switch in the way we think. And it's come from, I detail cars 25 years, okay? So I come from that. And I think if most guys would shift their thinking, COVID should have done that. If it didn't already, you're behind the ball. COVID should have done that. Change your thinking to where, okay, I'm a hands-on service. But what if you walk out from a car tomorrow and get smacked by a train? Your business, your whole family, the, the income is gone. And that's a far eccentric, you know, proponent of the whole idea. But what I'm saying is learn how to add something to what you already do. And if you ever want to hire somebody else to physically manually detail the cars, you always have that sales aspect. No matter what you're selling, you always have that retail side of things that can always give you a payback. Good point. When you said that about, I don't know what it was, but you said something about family and this and that. And I go, Seth Gaines, that was his name. That was a guy that stepped out of his truck and, and messed himself up. I, that was random oh, how it pops in, right? Okay. Uh, Paul, you've been in the industry probably longer than anybody else. Did you ever get want to? Did you ever think about? Is it a shock to you? What's your thought on detailers selling products now? Uh, I mean, we we just pre-bill it. So anything we do, uh, especially coatings and uh, doing PPF and everything, we just... Yeah, you know, I just bump it up a hundred dollars and and give the customer what they need to take care of their car. If they need something again, then they they come in and ask for it. But generally, they'll you know they'll um they'll search the stuff out. You know, I just let them know, hey, 
you know, you can get this from certain websites, whatever, but like auto fiber, we bought to date, like I looked at it the other day, it was $8,600 and auto fiber towels just for the shop. So 8,600, we went through uh, 12 of your 100 milliliter bottles of coating in a month. So we just, you know, we just pre-bill it into, into our coating jobs and our expel jobs. We just, you know, give them a, a big uh, bath towel from auto fiber and some different towels and, you know, make them a so, Yeah, just pretty much they see it as a gift, but it's actually they paid for it. Sure. Do you ever, did you ever, so what made you want to include it versus trying to sell them at the time of them picking up well, the car? Uh, I mean, generally, uh, I mean, they'll use my codes to go and buy the product, right? So if you go on the auto fiber and you buy, you know, from Ian there and uh, my clients, you know, will have my code. So they feel like that's more inclusive to them. You know, it does, it shoots Ian business, but it doesn't, you know, do much for me, but it shows him what I'm buying. Of course, like I said, we spent $8,600 with him just on microfiber towels and it hadn't even been a full year yet. And, um, and I probably will as soon as we take over the space next door that we still have been waiting to do. <laughs> and, you know, and I've been helping Mark get his stuff together and promoting his stuff like crazy. So, you know, and, you know, that's it, a great example. It'd be cool if he had hopped on right yeah. now. That'd be a great question. So Mark, well, and, 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 and I mean, if I decide to put a store in, then obviously Mark's just going to, you know, wrap his arms around that and help me get that together very quickly, you know? So, and, and so it is in the future. We probably will, but right now we just give it, we just kind of pre-bill it into the job. Um, we're seeing most of our customers turn their cars over within a year. Um, so, you know, we're seeing them back a year later with a new car, um, is pretty common. Uh, so that's, you know, there's not a lot of people that hold on to Porsches. Um, and 90% of our clientele's are Porsches. So they're either leased for 12 months or they buy them and they trade out of them in 12 months, maybe 15. Hmm. Right. I am. Can I question oh, yeah. about Go ahead, Porsches? Um, Paul, you work on a lot of new Porsches. Uh, have you noticed the past couple of years they're getting pretty damaged at port? Are you running into that issue too? Yeah, we um we see a lot of bumper resprays, um and uh and um spot work on the rear, you know. Yeah, so. A lot of etching lately and scratch. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I even see buff buff jobs from port, and it's just straight. It's just straight hol holograms going through it. Right, which is great for us. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, we we love it. We come running and going, hey, look at that, another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DJ so, Khalid. I mean, we're very fortunate. You know, we cater to Porsche. I'm there six times a day. Um, you know, asses to elbows with service, with parts, with sales, with management. I have conversations on the daily. I sit down in their offices. I bullshit with them constantly. 
They put me, I get six to 12 calls a day from people going, Hey, Porsche referred me to you. Porsche referred this person at service referred me to you. But I've had a relationship like that for 10 years with them. And then about 30 years with just that area, you know? So, you know, they say become the specialist. We are a Porsche focused company. That's what we are. I, you just brought up another question. Um, so I get a lot of referrals from them too, but what I did notice is there's a lot of people that buy new Porsches and I do their new car preps for them and I'll fix any mm-hmm. damage and they n- had never have any idea that I did it. Um, how do you get those clients to know you did it? It's super easy. I'll tell you. So it's super <laughs> easy. One of my, one of my friends who does expel for Porsche, cause we do not do the expel for Porsche, which sucks, but oh. they got, good friend of mine. And I, I just don't, you know, I don't push on his territory. Um, and, uh, and that's a big thing, you know, uh, with us is, you know, don't touch our stuff. We won't touch your stuff. You know, like Mark has Bentley and I have Porsche, uh, you know, so we kind of, we kind of, you know, that's how we keep our friendship alive. <laughs> um, but going back to that so what we do and what he does is every time he does a car for porsche he puts a warranty pamphlet in there mm. for whatever he did no matter if you did anything to the car you know he puts it he doesn't fill it out he doesn't put any information on it it just says warranty pamphlet and it has his company's info and when you open it up <laughs> spreadsheet of all the stuff that he offers services even ceramic coating and detailing even though you know that's our thing um so it's funny that uh you know and i mean nobody pays attention to it i mean it's better to ask for forgiveness later you know so he's been putting those in there for two years never nobody at porsche has ever said a thing just puts them in the glove box that's genius. I, I just started putting cards in, but I found out because I was talking earlier about a kid I was helping out. Well, he got a new Porsche client for the first time. And then this client that he has called me to repair uh touch up and stuff. Cause the kid who Where took are a, does detail. Where, Where are you at? Um, I'm Syracuse, New York. Like, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's like, yeah, cool. It's good. It's far enough away from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, no, I was just Jeez, you're, you're on a fucking roll tonight. Well, my good friend is in Mineola, New York, and uh, over in Long Island, and he, um, you know, he's a he's a big exotics guy. So I didn't know if you were you were close by there because you said northeast. So I was just curious. Yeah, um, I I, I kind of started with dealerships, but retail wise, as I've been known for that. New- niche customer here but there's not a bunch of them here either so um if there's a few of us in that niche category here i might see some i might have to change my business model but um right now it's going okay that way good yeah but i mean the the pamphlets in the glove box i mean even if you didn't work on the car if it's accessible you know just throw a pamphlet in the glove box i mean that's you know, uh, we're actually making those pamphlets ourselves. I've been taking his out and putting my car in. Oh, no. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm just pulling out real slow, sliding his in real slow. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, 
it's uh it's pretty slick though i was you know i didn't even um before they were filling them out and then they stopped filling them out they just throw them in there yeah it's a good idea thank you yep, yep you're welcome hey, Ma- hey mark welcome to the podcast how do you feel about paul doing that with your pamphlets <laughs> yeah there was a mark what the hell? <laughs> <Mark's> <laughs> like Mark, going, wait, wait a minute. Mark can't stand this friend either. You know, you would speak up right now. Oh, that's <laughs> Definitely. All right, Derek. I think it's time. Uh, it is time for the tab out question of the night. Are you drunk yet? Ooh. No, not drunk. Nah, not drunk yet. I'm getting a little, getting a little happy. This this IPA is a little strong, so I uh, finished most of the can, unfortunately. But uh, I got a good one tonight. About to break All up right. his knee pads. No, I, I wish. I wish I brought them. You know, so, 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 not for that. Not for that, Mario. No, no, I saw your face. Not for that. Like, I saw what? your face. Wait a minute. No, not for that. Not for that. So. All right. I mean, All I right. thought you wanted to clean some wheels or something. That's why I was like, "Wow, you want to clean I, your wheels when you're I, out of town?" I mean, that's. Crazy. I offered. I offered to Brandon the one day he had to cancel. Like, bro, like you cancel your place called out. I'll come help you. He's like, "No, no, no. I got two cars." I'm like, bro, like I will come down there when you need me. But I'll yeah, see you next week. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks, right? Twenty bucks. I mean, like, oh, and Brandon, I actually might be in Nichols, New York, in like three weeks. So I might. In Sar- like near Syracuse, so I might come up to see you. So, where's Nichols? I've never even it's heard. Like, of it. it's it's in a weird part of upstate New York that nobody lives in. So, uh, <laughs> I have some. Uh, if you look it up, Nichols, you're gonna be like, "There's nothing there." That's where I'm going. I'm going to. I have to go work in a warehouse. So, yeah, definitely. But, uh, I don't know where Nichols is, but we got to get together. You'll. I think it's like 40 minutes, but you'll be like, "There's nothing there." So, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> this is a little. This question. It's a little weird, not going to lie, and I don't know how people are going to answer, but here we go. So, uh, if you had to get a lip tattoo, what would it say? And what I mean by lip tattoo, I mean the one where you have to peel your lip back to see the tattoo. Hmm. That's a good one. What if, what if we already have one, but we would, we would get something else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the immediate thing that, but then I, I'm butchering it. I can't, I, what was the black Panther? What was the, uh, location that they were at? What was the city? Wakanda. Oh, Wak- Wakanda. Wakanda. I was like, Wakanda, oh, Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think that would just be hilarious. Otherwise I might go like suck below or something like that. Like, uh, <laughs> see below. I think would be what that's I exactly, would that's like exactly that. what Derek is doing. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Everyone <laughs> like, oh, all right. Come on down. Start kissing onion. They're like, what's that? You go, see below. <laughs> they look down. You just keep pushing. Oh, shit. Alex, uh, st- what's yours? Not Russell. I didn't use the last name. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. That's. I do just about. Honestly, I do just about anything. Nobody's gonna fucking see it. <laughs> All right. So what is it? Um. God, I, I don't even know. That's a. That's a weird. That's a weird. <laughs> he, he just said it. He said. He said he would do just about anything. 
He actually has. <laughs> it would say just about anything. And he pulled right. pull down people yeah. like, oh, There you go. Oh, I know. Oh. I'd, I'd, I'd probably do like, I don't know, like the initials for like, go fuck your mom or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was pretty inventive. That went from I don't know to go fuck your mom. That's go pretty fuck impressive. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it took a level of time. Yeah. No, it's like G F Y M. I was out of my knuckles though, where somebody can see Alex, it. Alex, if you peel that down, I'd be like, I just clapped. Yes. <laughs> so that's what made me think of the Black Panther because they pull it down to show it. And I was like, yeah, that would be that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, I figured it'd be good for like if I'm trying to taunt someone to punch me or some shit, you know. <laughs> I don't know why anybody else would be close enough to read my fucking lip. Hey, get that close. What you what you what you got there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex Russell. I don't know, man. Um, I really don't. Podcast? I, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I you know, I, I, for years, I thought about getting a tattoo. Period, and I struggled with like, what would I want to put on my body and live with for the rest of my life? And me too. I just couldn't think Great. of anything. So to, mm-hmm. so to put something like in my lip, which apparently that's like a really painful place to do a tattoo too. Painful, and I heard it doesn't last that long. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe pay me, my clients. <laughs> just get, get, get out, out. <laughs> yeah, out. I don't know, get man. Out? I, I, oh, I, gosh. I honestly don't know. Um, I don't have an answer for it. Sorry. Tips here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, those types. Oh no. my god! No, no, not those types. Of tips. I expect that from Derek. I don't expect that from you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I'd put like my expiration date. Mm. That's that's unique. I like it, Paul. That's yeah. Yeah. Expiration date. Uh, do you just guess that date? Why not? Why not? <laughs> goes goes to the fortune teller, gets an expiration date, goes next yeah. door to the tattoo shop, tattoos it Get get that tattooed on. Yeah. What is that like date? It. The day I expire. <laughs> Great answer, man. I like it. All right, that's Brandon good. Shaw. I've, I've dated a few girls with that actually. Um, the with the, the with a tattoo not, that had their expiration date. No, they oh. had <laughs> they had chest piece. Almost every girl I dated, other than the one I'm with now, were all tatted up. Um, but they had the lip tattoos. But I think I'd go with uh, sit here. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, you you win. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Derek, uh, you asked the question. You get to finish the answers. Honestly, if I was going to do it, I'd probably just get high. Just H.I. Like, so I just, I would literally just peel it down and show people like, oh, hi. And they'd be like, whoa. We'd be like, yeah, I got a tattoo. And just go from there. Or, or you don't even have to say anything else after that because nobody will want to fucking talk to you. Probably. That's perfect. That's <laughs> actually, I'm still on that idea and I'm actually going to get that. Yeah, I'm leaving. Because like people, people approach oh. me and try to talk to me way too much. How do I leave? <laughs> I don't oh. know. We're about to close down, Paul. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll close it down. It'll kick you out. No worries. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. Guys, thanks for hopping on. Both Alex's. Great to see both of you. Alex Russell, cool to you hang out. I know you always usually hop off after you're editing stuff. So glad yeah, you stayed we on. We didn't do one tonight. So we're doing tomorrow night. So. 
At least the plan sense. is the plan is to do one tomorrow night. We still don't Boom. have a guest. We don't still don't have a guest or a topic, but yeah, whatever. Hey, you know, I'm I, I'm always available. Yeah. Hey, I'll still want Marty. That'd be crazy. All right, Derek. Good to see you, man. Uh, Brandon, it's always great. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thanks, Marty. Enjoy your evening. You too. Right. Hell yeah, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay, episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, and find us on TikTok. It would mean the world to me. Mm-hmm.